from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. No matter who your quarterback is, no matter how many new acquisitions you make in an offseason, no matter your, how many times you continue to say you have a commitment to winning when it comes to the Dolphins, Everything feels like they're stuck in the past 15 years. It just never, ever, ever changes. About to get into our Dolphins deep dive. Uh, it is Ken Levick alive. Theo Dorsey in with us on this Monday to start the work week. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, he is well quaffed. Uh, he is well-dressed. You see him over there on WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. And we'll dig a little bit more, uh, we'll try to get you a, later, uh, a little bit more into his new hobby because he's trying to fully acclimate himself to the South Florida lifestyle and is uh, taking up golf. So I just I have some questions about the whole thing. Captain Competent Joe Rigotti here as well. Uh, and, and you're not going to want to miss this because this is one of the best things that we're a part of every year. The 8th Annual Great Chefs Tailgate presented by Boca Raton Innovation Campus and CP Group. It gets going Wednesday, October 6th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. That's next Wednesday. Dozens of local chefs, breweries, and cocktail masters are going to be serving their favorite tailgate classics here at the Great Chefs Tailgate. I love this because you just go around, you visit every single vendor, you eat, you drink, you make yourself happy. Like th- this, is, this is one of the, the things in life where you say to yourself, you know what? It is the simple things. It's just so well done, and there's so many great vendors. You wear your college team's colors. You mingle with other college football fans, community members here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, and, of course, your favorite ESPN West Palm personalities. Tickets to the 2021 RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl Great Chefs Tailgate Showcase presented by Brick and CP Group are on sale now. It's $40 in advance, 50 at the door, and for what you're eating, what you're drinking, you would be spending hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. And, again, you're getting these tickets to be a part of this. $40 in advance and 50 at the door. It includes all food samplings, entertainment, beer, wine, cocktails, soft drinks, the whole damn thing. Visit spiritofgivingnetwork.org or call 561-385-0144 to purchase your tickets today. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> Got to get myself mentally right here. Joe Rigotti, let's, uh, let's, let's get into our Dolphins deep dive. Miami so bad Ooh. just so bad <laughs> the whole thing yeah how many farts did i put on here that might be the last one nope there it is that was the grand finale nope there there's that one wait i think there might be one more actually yeah there it is there so the dolphins deep dive recounting another frustrating one and this time it happened in the desert where the dolphins are almost able to come up with a miracle victory that they would not have deserved. I think that's very important to point out. They, If they came back and somehow won that game, they would not have been able to look themselves in the mirror afterwards. That's one of those where it's like you're stealing from someone and then you just leave town. But the uh, the final yesterday in Las Vegas, 31-28, to the Raiders win in overtime. It doesn't seem like there's any progress at all. Like you've got an injured quarterback because your offensive line is terrible. Your offensive line's been terrible for a decade now. You have two offensive coordinators that don't appear as if there's much cohesion there. You're throwing passes in your own end zone. You, in recorded NFL history, we, we haven't seen it before. You completed a pass in your end zone for a safety. I mean, that's, 
that's ticky-tack high school stuff. That's not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. You jump out to a 14 nothing lead. That safety happens, and the fact that I knew exactly what was going to happen after it, and this whole area and Dolphins fans knew exactly what was going to happen after that, that's the sign of a massive problem because there's no indication that they were going to be able to find a way because we know what this team is. And this team is average at best. Might be bad. Mm. It might be bad. And I, it doesn't feel any different. Chris Greer. Brian Flores. Brian Flores is saying the stuff after the game that coaches who know that they're starting to feel pressure and there might be pressure, they start to say, I just got to get this team better prepared. I got to get them to execute better. Coaches say that when they're starting to feel pressure. Uh, Coaches say that when they have a losing team. That's loser talk right there. Mike Norvell's already doing it at Florida State. Like That's loser talk right there. I I just got to get this team better prepared. I don't want to hear that anymore. That doesn't make me feel any better. So Brian Flores can say all those things. That doesn't do anything. Where's Chris Greer? Why isn't he answering questions about how Austin Jackson and Jesse Davis got his quarterback broken in half last week? How Austin Jackson is missing blocks? Austin Jackson, by the way, if he never played another snap in the NFL, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, he's not capable of playing left tackle in the NFL. He's just flat out bad. It's it's gotten to a point, Theo, where the Dolphins feel like they're just one of those teams, and there's a handful of them, that just can't get out of their own way. Never can get out of their own way. The Dolphins are the Jets. Mm. They're they're like they're brothers. The Jets. The Giants. At least the Giants have in the last twenty years something to show for. The Jets is harsh. I think the Dolphins the Dolphins are a slightly more competent version of the Jets. And by slightly more confident, that makes them simply abject crap <laughs> instead of hopeless crap. Because they give you a little hope, and then they <laughs> swipe right yeah. back away. It's almost worse. Like I almost wish I was a Jets fan because you know that no matter what you do, you're just going to be embarrassing. But at least the Jets found a way to go to two AFC title games they did. in the last 20 years. The Dolphins, it's a huge celebration if they get into the playoffs, and you know they're going to have their ass handed to them in the first round like has happened. I don't, I don't see any change with this team. There's all the talk about commitment to winning. Steven Ross, commitment to winning, commitment to winning. Let's build this. Let's do this. Let's improve the stadium. Let's do all these things. Chris Greer, let's trade assets. Let's go up and down the top 10. Uh, let's, let's compile first-round selections. What has that done? Let's draft 17 offensive linemen. You haven't found one of them that can contribute. And then you've got a franchise quarterback, and he appears to be just sort of eh. I don't know what to do at this point. Like The Jets and the Dolphins, what is another team that just feels like it can never get out of its own way? I feel like the Texans are probably a little bit in that boat. Because, yeah, they would go to the playoffs, but you never thought that they were actually going to progress to a, a championship yeah. no. realm. And then they had a quarterback that maybe you could do that with, and then we saw what, what happened He then. got in his own way. That, yeah. That's the thing, too. And as a guy that's grown up in Houston, from Houston, um, and knowing all the Houston fans, yeah, everybody that's a Texans fan, which I'm not, thank God, feels that way about the Texans, a similar way that you feel about the Dolphins. Yeah. And the worst part about it is, again, they're the kind of franchise that gives you a slither of hope. They give you that, that feeling that, like last mm-hmm. season with the Dolphins mm-hmm. did, it was like, okay, well, maybe we can be a playoff team this next year. And then the next year comes around and the offensive line got worse. Yep. Tua didn't get any better, even though all of the training camp hype said he was throwing the deep ball. He finally has that. an offseason. Yeah. It's, it's not I, – I do feel for you. I do feel for anybody that's rooting for the Miami Dolphins. But I will say at least this, like, I don't know if it's better to be a Jets fan. 
Yeah. I don't know if it's better to get shut out back-to-back weeks practically. Did the Patriots shut them out too? I know they got shut out this last week by the Broncos. but uh, What was the score last week? I, because I the, there's only been two teams, I believe, in the NFL that have been shut out this year, and it's the Dolphins and... The Jets. The Jets. Because the Jets just got shut out 27 zip. I completely I completely forgot about anything pertaining to last week. <laughs> yeah, like once too. once the Bills and the Dolphins win final, I just went comatose on uh on the weekend. I mean the Jets are Robert Sala is experiencing firsthand what it's like to be in Jets sucked him. But you also have to raise your standards a little bit. And I keep hearing how oh the Dolphins are well run. Like this is this is improving. I don't see you you can't name one thing right now and say this is better like it's not there's not one element of this team where you say oh there's an improvement from last year they really built off that no there's there there's absolutely nothing and then there's Jalen Waddle who you did all this maneuvering all this maneuvering to get to take him at number six give Tua a target do exotic things he is so fast and he can be dynamic but the way they're using him, this is Sean Coleman, okay? He is uh, with uh, S, uh, Sport, uh, uh, SB Nation, okay? And he tweeted, Jalen Waddell just produced the lowest receiving yards total for any non-running back with 12 or more catches in a single game since stats started being kept in 1950. <laughs> so it's not just, it's not just the safety in the end zone that was historic for the Dolphins yesterday. They found a way to make Jalen Waddle a statistical punchline as well. He's supposed to be someone that you can run on a crossing route and have him use his speed to create space and get massive amounts of yards after the catch. Instead, they're just dinking and dunking with him. You, you know what his average yards of, of depth for touchdowns was in college? 44. <laughs> he used to catch on touchdown, on scoring plays for Waddle, he would catch 44 yards on average. And what, what was his total yardage from yesterday? 4.8. 4.8 yards per reception, 12 catches, 58 yards. 58 yards. That would have been one touchdown for him, one catch, one touchdown, yep. 58 yards at Alabama. You know what Jalen Waddle is right now? When I was in grade school, when I was in eighth grade, we had, uh, you know how you'd play different sports, you'd have different sessions throughout the course of a year. So eighth grade PE, we played flag football. And because I went to uh, a Chicago area public school, God forbid you get cones and actually set up where the first down marker is going to be, they decided, no, nah, not, not in the budget. So a first down was actually two completions <laughs> past the line of scrimmage. Wow. I mean, we we're slumming it out there yeah. in, our, in our middle school, okay? Uh, but what we did is you would have a fourth down play, you had one completion, so okay. Then you get to fourth down. And what we would just do is run one yard past the line of scrimmage to just wait for the quarterback to fire it at us yeah. so we could get a first down. That's what the Dolphins are doing with Jalen Waddle. Like, they're literally having him run my two-step route that I ran in eighth-grade PE flag football for a first down. That's what Jalen Waddle is right now. It's humiliating. It, 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 this is, they are wasting so much talent across the board with this stuff. Like, fine, keep telling me that there's a plan, but it doesn't seem like there's a plan. And I get that there's 14 more games left of this season, but this doesn't feel good right now. This doesn't feel right right now. What's, what's going to drastically change? And when you have Brian Flores again, and I don't think that he should be on the hot seat, but he's acting like he is. When you start, i got to get this team better prepared. Losers say that stuff. Losers 
say that stuff. I hate that because that's the sign, and you hear it all the time. You've heard it covering college. You've heard it covering the pros. When you start hearing that language, that's when you know that there's a disconnect and things might not be great in that locker room. Yeah, because when he's saying that to, to, the, to the masses, mm-hmm. what he's saying inside that locker room is, is a lot more yeah. like, it's, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad out there. I, I, and I know you don't want to go crazy calling people out, but when Brian Flores, who came from, like, does Bill Belichick ever say, I just got to do a better job of getting him prepared? I don't remember the last time Bill Belichick would ever said anything like that. Not even last year when they kind of struggled. No, and, and certainly not this year after they're, they're just getting sort of dominated yesterday by the Saints. I mean, Jameis is throwing touchdowns as he's like on his back. That uh, was ridiculous. Yeah, it was insane. I just, I never thought I'd hear that stuff from Brian Flores. Patriot groomed Brian Flores. The Dolphins have reduced him to a guy who's starting to feel the pressure. That's a problem. The, are, are, are the Dolphins in the pantheon of teams now that just can't get out of their own way? Have they joined the Jets and to an extent now the Giants, Joe Judge, by the way, Mr. Discipline, who has the, the, the most dumbest penalized team in the NFL right now? Like they just, they, they can't get out of their own way no matter what. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Joe is in Jupiter. Joe, you're on Ken Levick Live. What's up, Joe? How are you? I wish you the best on your Dolphins. You know, we've been in our own way as a Cowboys fan for many, many yeah, years. Yeah, that's a good sure call. We'll like, the Cowboys have not been able to get out of their own way either. That's a, that's a good call, Joe. That makes me feel better because you guys uh, have, like, that big stadium and that owner who loves to talk, too. So, yeah, something's going to happen before the year out, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta talk about the greatness of Aaron Rodgers for a second. Yeah. As much as I've just despised him, it's hard not to like him now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used, I mean, he 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 broke our heart back in 2017 in the division round playoff on that last second swing to Jared Cook with no time left after he ran around for about an hour and then did that to to win down in Dallas, and then back 2014. You know, you cannot. He also on the Dez catch that wasn't that was. <laughs> and we gave him time to come back down the field. Uh-huh. He'll do it every single time. I knew there was no doubt in my mind that they should have ran out a few more seconds because 30 seconds is a lifetime for him, period. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I, anybody with a brain, and appreciate the call, Joe, anybody with a brain knew that 37 seconds for Aaron Rodgers last night was going to probably be problematic for the 49ers. Yeah. I like, think that 49ers offense, though, was nervous that they wouldn't get a touchdown. So when they got a shot, they was like, yo, get in the well, end zone. And this is the tough part. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to, unless you're really, really confident in what you're doing offensively. Like, really confident. I mean, absurd amounts of confident, like Sean Payton type of arrogance. You don't want to tick down the clock that long. Because what happens, you don't want to be running extra plays if you can take the lead. Mm-hmm. Not in that situation. Because then you start playing around. Then you start throwing or, or putting yourself in a spot to have to throw an interception or fumbling or doing something silly like that. Like you, needed, you needed a touchdown. You needed to get into the end zone. So it presents a predicament. How much longer can we play this out against, oh, God, we have to go up against Aaron Rodgers, and 37 seconds is a long time. And they, they gambled wrong. Like They didn't do the wrong thing getting into the end zone, but sometimes you just have to say, this guy flat out rules. And he does. That's why I say he's he is quarterback majesty. Tom Brady's been great, and we love that he's an old man who's doing what he's doing, but there is no one from a quarterback standpoint, and I know Mahomes 
and you said that he's the most bang-for-your-buck quarterback. But as far as longevity is concerned, and the guy's been doing this for so long, Aaron Rodgers makes the impossible possible more than any other player in the NFL. And he's been doing it for a long time. That's the best way to describe him. Aaron Rodgers, more than any other quarterback, more than any other player, makes the impossible possible. That's the highest possible compliment I can pay that guy. Yeah, and those Hail Marys, it's just yes. like, what can't he do? Even luck goes his way yeah. <laughs> almost all the time, which makes it even dumber that at every turn in this offseason, it seemed like the Packers were trying to push him away. Yeah. Like publicly coming out, talking about how he's a little bit difficult, uh, the fact that the Packers even let that relationship get to that point, it just continues to blow my mind that they allowed that to do that. I mean, come on. This guy is a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Tom Brady's not as good a quarterback, a pure quarterback, as Aaron Rodgers is. And the Packers nearly blew that. And probably still did. This could be absolutely the last year that Aaron Rodgers is in Green Bay. Oh, he's done. He's, he's gone. He's gone. He tweeted the whole the last yeah. dance thing, the Michael J. He's gone. So what's going to be really interesting is where he goes and what's going to be his Tampa Bay Buccaneers run, like which team he picks out for that, because that's going to be a lot more intriguing next year. But right now, yeah, he's just he's playing this out. He's going to try to go for the Super Bowl. We'll see if that defense can give him enough. But that dude is something else, man. Yeah, he, he could come to the Dolphins, but uh, then Austin Jackson would be his left tackle, <laughs> and uh, that would be a major issue. Ken Levick alive, Theo Dorsey hanging out with us on this Monday, uh, as well as Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. Uh, Joe, why don't we do this? Why don't we get to our, uh, our EDS air conditioning, coolest moment of the week? I do want to get into a little college football, and I do want to get into what happened Saturday at NC State, we're all world good guy, Dave Dorn. It was good to see this, especially because it happened to Dabo. This is what happened, uh, NC State and Clemson. But first, let's make sure that we get all the proppers out of the way here with our EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS air conditioning. into the end zone, incomplete for Ross, and the streak is over. They answer the opportunity. NC State rides on the strength of the pack. And so that's Mark Jones on the call, ESPN. Clemson will not be competing for a national championship this year. NC State with the win at home, uh, and I don't know about you, Theo, but there is a a mild bit of satisfaction knowing that uh, Dabo is his his ceiling this year is going to be ACC championship. That mm. there's no college football playoff coming for Clemson, and uh, I I'm not gonna lie, it's a little petty of me. Feels kind of good. I love it. I love it, and I'm a Miami Hurricanes guy, so I watching them be on the top of the ACC and reign so arrogantly and confidently and just sneak their way in every single year with these easy schedules and running through the ACC because everybody else is incompetent. I love it. I love it. <laughs> because everybody else is incompetent. Oh They've been at the top of the mountain, but it definitely feels like a, a dynasty is starting to end a bit. But in the ACC, who takes the mantle? And that's the biggest part that I'm not sure there's anybody that's capable of taking this and running with it. I really don't think so. EDS Air Conditioning. That, again, was your EDS Air Conditioning coolest moment of the week. EDS Air Conditioning, they are taking care of you because it is hot. It is disgusting. It is gross. I um, I, I was at a, a, a birthday party, a little kid birthday party yesterday, but thank God for this kid's parents uh, that they, they get it. 
they made sure that they had the, the rum that looked like it was just it was just it was punch it was punch for everybody mm. but no 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 it, there was a little bit of rum in it and they know how to do a kid's party so <laughs> bless them uh it, but it was just so sticky and uncomfortable and miserable and i got back to my house and i'm able to enjoy the air conditioning but there have been moments where you get back to your home down here in south florida and you walk in the door and you know right away because you feel it it's like a furnace hitting you EDS air conditioning, that's my call because EDS is yes. If your air conditioning is out, you want someone that's going to work around your schedule like EDS air conditioning always tries to do. You want to use a company that's family owned and operated. You want to use a company that has the best technicians in the game and they use the best equipment because they're a trained comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS air conditioning. Go to edsairconditioning.com. That's edsairconditioning.com. If you have any AC matter or plumbing matter, it's EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. It's easy to remember eds is yes eds air conditioning again edsairconditioning.com for all your ac matters because it is hot and sticky and gross in september it's going to be that again in october eds air conditioning edsairconditioning.com when we return theo has a new habit and i kind of love it i'm kind of rooting for him theo dorsey wptv news channel 5 wflx fox 29 i'm ken lavica captain competent joe rigotti we're live on espn 1063